look to that steel. No dogs. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. They said we would never be back. Nick, you would never guess who tried to stop us from being back this week. Who tried to stop us this week, Man, Brent? I opened the door and then there was a trash can. Okay. It wasn't just a normal trash can. Oh. It was an animated trash can. It okay. was a trash can from the Danbury Trashes. He said, brah, game over. And I had to swing at him. Then the uh, the owner's dad, who's a gangster, came down and bashed me. Well, allegedly. Anyway, so um, I'm not swimming with the, the refer- fishes. Yeah, if you don't know who the reference of that is, it's the uh, it's this untold documentary on Netflix. We've got to talk about it. Oh. It is you. Not often do you go... Have you seen, you go, have you seen this? And I went, no. And you're like, dude, it will change your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I right away knew that I'd be horny as fuck for it. And little did I know it'd be the best hour and a half of my life. <laughs> God, I loved it. Right. If you haven't seen Untold, uh, the, this hockey story, a little rundown is um, in 2004, I think. What was the, what was the place called? Dayton? Dayton. Uh, Danbury. 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 Danbury, yeah. Danbury Trashes. Yeah. Uh, check it out. It's on Netflix. So basically this gangster guy who's a millionaire buys his 17-year-old son a hockey team. They're not in the NHL. They're one division down, right? And then you're like, it's a surprise to him as well. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, basically he hires all these buys all these fucking thugs and all these crazy cunts from jail and then they just destroy the league and they nearly win, but they hold the record for the most fights. It was the best doco I've ever seen in my life. So good, man. Look, we're not going to give it away too much. No, give as much of it away as possible because you can't But the dude loves wrestling. He loved wrestling, so he wanted to make hockey like wrestling. So he recruits this, like, German dude with one eye. And yes. like, like the dude couldn't play in the major league or whatever because he had one eye. So they're just like, but the, he was a he was an absolute destroyer. And they yeah. had another guy from jail. Man, that was my favorite scene. They're like, man, we found the perfect player for you. And it cuts to this dude in like an orange jumpsuit with handcuffs. Yeah, and they're like, so he just good. got done for bashing six prison guards. And they're like, and he's like, I want him. And then, yeah. then, and then yeah. it just turns into the like the Bash Bros from fucking Mighty Ducks. He gets yeah the two twins. He's like, I, the only reason I got him was because so it was like Mighty Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> it was so, man. I, I don't care. I'm I'm giving away all the secrets. I just yeah, loved yeah. it so much. It's it gets better. But the, my favorite scene was like. They're doing okay in the league. They're getting in the oh, – well, yeah. the guy who owns it, like, winks at one of the dudes for the opening game, Mm-mm. and he goes, I just knew what was up. Mm-mm. So as soon as, the, like, the ref blew the whistle, he just drops his glove and just starts bashing this guy. That's so crazy. It's so good. Man, uh, anyway, it's got it's got the, the boss of the NHL. He hates him. He's like, this sucks. It's so much fighting. But then you can see he was easily paid off. He just oh. changes his tune very he's quickly. He's like, man, I, it wasn't the NHL, it was the league down or whatever the fuck yeah, it's called, yeah, but yeah. he's like, man, I, I, you know, I don't condone what they're doing. And then like 10 minutes later, he's not a bad guy. <laughs> and then he's like in the stadium with them drinking. You're like, but one of the sick, because this guy's got so much money, buys him houses and all these crazy dinners and shit. But one of the actual cool, the coolest story I thought of it was, so the NHL for that particular season, which is the big leagues, which is like, you know, whatever, the AFL or whatever, stopped for a season and all these players weren't playing. Yeah. So this guy went up to the best player in the hockey league and goes, what do you think about 
playing for the Danbury Trashers. And then he's on like going like, man, why the fuck would I want to pay with the Danbury Trashers? Like, I'm an NHL player. I score, I'm one of the most highly paid athletes in the world. And then they go, yeah, we just gave him a, a bag with an unknown amount of money. And then it cuts back to him. He goes, all of a sudden, I'm a Danbury Trasher, yo. <laughs> and then it's like a photo of him in the jersey coming out and everyone's cheering. I'm like, they must have gave him like 50 million bucks or oh, some shit. man, it was the best, like the best Look, the best documentary. You got to watch it. Anyway, fucking good times, brother. Good times. We uh, we've gone for a few rides, man. We've gone for we've done we've done ourselves two. Well, Nick's done himself two mischiefs. Two mischiefs <laughs> in a, in a week. This is insane, Brett. What it, are we doing? It was the worst. It's because it's the same. It's the exact same location. Yeah. You tell me the bad news. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's like we get up this awful hill. We drop off this little 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 ridge or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And then you go, oh no! <laughs> and then the the pedal came off, and like it fucking bored out, which I think was partially my fault, and I apologise. Maybe I didn't put it on properly. I don't know. And then the next one was today, same spot. Oh no! I was like, is this kind of for real? Yeah. And you popped a tire. That's the third tire you've popped. And I, I said, I was like, I'm actually going to go riding by myself for once. That's oh, the man. first time I've done it. And then. When you came over, I was like, bring your bike around the back. And I've just squeezed 30 PSI into that back tyre. I'm yeah. like, there's no way you're rocking anywhere flat. Oh, man, it's, it's fucked. There's this gutter that I always pinch it on. But let's, let's talk about the pedals first, Brett, right? Yeah. So we screwed the pedals in. I'm going up the hill. See the pedal is bored out, right? Thought I might need a new crank on the front. Take it to the bike shop. The guy's like, look, we should be able to put a helicoil in, which where they put a new thread in, a new pedal. And I was like, sweet, right? But I love the country boy. If you go back, you were like, let's put some iron filings in there and just jam the old pedal in there. I was like, Nick. Yeah, iron filings and fucking Loctite <laughs> would have got that baby going. <laughs> You're like, and I would have done it if I, if the dude said you need a new crank. I would have been like, ah, man, that I'm just going to do it the dodgy way. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to call up the old man, ask what I can do. Like, oh, yeah, I've got this line around, this line around, done. You know? Yeah, yeah. I you're like, man, on the farm we used to do all that and I go, Nick, you're in Abbotsford. There's a shop around the corner. Yeah, I drove a grader with no brakes for about six years. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that didn't do anyone <laughs> it wasn't moderately dangerous in any way. Um but yeah, man, um so uh we're fucking um I went back to get it and the dude's like, uh yeah, look, you've I've man- managed to fix a pedal and he's like, and your back derailer was fucked. <laughs> And this was fucked. And also this was fucked. <laughs> he sounds like my mechanic. Loves finding stuff that's not really a problem. This is this old French bloke roasting me. Roasting me. Like yeah. absolutely roasting me. It was bloody awesome. Um, so anyway, I got it back and it's going good. It's going good, man. He said, look, this is what we're not, we're not sponsored by bicycles.com.au, right? No. But just be wary of this, guys, if you are going to buy a bicycle from from." Because this guy was an old guy. I kind of trust him. Yeah. And he was like, look, you just got to be wary about bikes like this because realistically, they should be a thousand bucks more. He said, like, uh, you know, that they de spec them, apparently. So, so they keep the frame, or they get the frame and they build around yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So just shit. be careful of that, okay. right? Also, be careful. What I think, I, how I did the damage to my derailleur was just throwing the bike in the car or throwing it up hills. <laughs> Yeah, I think it was a lot side. of it was us. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna say it was bikes.com. Yeah, yeah. I reckon for that price, I'm pretty happy with what I've got. Mm-mm. But yeah, it was. Um, 
And then the yeah, pinching the tire. I took it to the bike shop around the corner, and I was like, "Yeah, I hit it on this gutter after you come to the bridge." And he's like, "Yeah, I know the place. Done it twice." <laughs> <laughs> so that was awesome, man. We uh, we've had some good rides, some good times, and boy. Am I fucking ready to get flat stick, Brett? Fuck ready yes. to get flat stick? Um, now, man, we got a special message. We got a special message, didn't we? Do we? Well, we actually did receive uh, Nick. Would you want to do the intro for this? Who, man? Because last week our ripper of the week was uh, I can't say the last name. I keep fucking Carol, Carol Buchanan. Buchanan. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why I keep thinking. As soon as I look at the letters, I'm like Buchiana. Anyway, Buchiana. Yeah, idiot. Anyway, she was my ripper of the week last week. Yes, but you got a hold of her somehow. Well, yeah. Well, just we tagged her and then she gave us a thumbs up in the DMs, and we're like, oh my god. I'm, yeah, I was like, don't message Capper on the DMs. You'll get something weird back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, she, she was in I hotel. I sent my rig. She was like fucking she straight saw back. You, she saw you with a photo with the, the, the dumbbells and the lid off. She's oh, like, man. ooh. <laughs> I know I'm married, but allow my eyes to wander. <laughs> um, but, man, it was so cool because I, I was like, I, I, I messaged off the account going, maybe she, off my account going, maybe she might be free for an interview. Super massive star, celebrity, obviously, yeah. you know, what are the odds? Yeah. Probably very slim. But then she did something even better, which blew my mind. Ladies and gentlemen, check this shit out. Hey guys, it's Caroline Buchanan. Thank you so much for showcasing on your podcast, My Front Flip. I love listening to you guys. True Aussie heroes, good blokes. Some little advice, obviously you always need to keep it flat stick, but remember to breathe. In mountain biking, if you stare at the tree, you're going to hit the tree. If you stare at the rut, you're going to be in the rut. So yeah, little advice and don't forget to breathe, you stiff old blokes. Breathe out when you go over those rocks and through those descent sections. As soon as your body relaxes, the basically the bike works so much better. So don't forget to breathe and keep it flat stick. Thanks, guys. Thanks for being legends and keep me occupied in my hotel quarantine with your awesome podcast. Cheers. Fuck yes. yes. What a legend. Oh, man, that, is, that was amazing. Dude, I, when you sent me that, I was like, I played it 20 times. <laughs> I was freaking out. I, I like, couldn't believe sick. it. She's, yeah. When she wrote back, she's like, I, she said, look, I can't do an interview. Um, I don't have the gear or anything like that, but yeah. I, I'll just send, a, send you a, awesome. a, a voice memo. And man. I was like, what? Far out, man! That is amazing. I was so waiting good. for. It. I thought it, you paid her on cameo <laughs> when you first sent it to me to freak me out. But then I was like, "Oh no, she actually didn't." That's sick. Yeah, she's like, uh, "Keep it flat, sick," and also, "Happy birthday, <laughs> Steve." <laughs> yeah. You're like, "Hey, ignore Steve." Yeah, yeah, he's a new member. He's a new member. Oh man, that's so awesome! I showed one of my uh, chick friends who's a big fan of her, and she flipped out. So Jacinta was like, "Oh my god, how did you get that?" I'm like, "Yeah, no, well, we got a flat stick HQ. We got a kind of pulling power." Going here at the moment, uh, slash we were equally as shocked. But I was taking yeah. her some of her advice today and trying to loosen up the shoulders on my little solo ride. Oh yes, the solo ride—it's boring. I missed you out there, mate. <laughs> it's like you—I'm you, like, what's down here? And normally you can talk about it and laugh. Yeah. And if you, it's a fuck path, but it's so fucking boring. So we should anyway. go out tonight. Actually, I love the night rides. 
Yeah, it's I could so actually good. go for one. I'm bored. Yeah, yeah let's go. <laughs> Brett, what? if Brett, why are you bored, Brett? Because I'm not drinking. Yeah. <laughs> I thought so. Man, it's so boring. My, fu- I was like, the I honestly had been drinking pretty much every day for yeah. the the whole of the pandemic, mm. and uh, just put on too much weight. And my missus was like, you need to really pull in your head. Yeah. And then she got stuck in quarantine, and I was just left alone at home. I'm oh. like. Well, Buffalo Soldier, and just drinking every fucking day, smoking. Anyway, uh, so this last week, I I I, I pulled my head in. Mm-hmm. I did get wanked because they put us up in a hotel for this job, and I got absolutely fucking annihilated. Man, that was so funny. What did you get? A whole chicken sent to you? Some shit? Didn't you? <laughs> a what? What a chick? You said you had a big fried chicken or something sent to you. Your hotel room? Oh, in the ho- I know. I had like a steak and then all these chicken things sent. <laughs> I was just fucking like, I was like a drunken rampage. I, I got into the room at two and I was like, daddy needs to say goodbye to alcohol for a little while and just fucking went to town. Just just big old kiss before you say goodbye. Yeah, the long kiss goodnight. <laughs> I was putting on, I, I think, yeah, I actually that was the day I watched the fucking hockey thing, so I was revved up in the hotel room. I was watching heaps of the other on top, like I just steamrolled myself, and then, yeah, then I had six days off the boost. So, Fuck. and then I only drank, I've only drank twice since, so on week, week two. Yes. Oh, and I'm holding, I'm holding. That's why I'm like, man, I'm, I'm so productive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm really getting shit done. Now we've got to say, guys, thank you so much. Uh, Brett set up a, a fund, a fund for the. Oh my God. The drone. Crazy. I just thought, because um, Linktree, like check out our Linktree. It's got all our cool videos. Go straight yeah. to the podcast. It's just a cool thing. And they had this option to do donations. And I was like, fuck it. Why not? We don't do Patreon. You know, maybe some people want to whack in some cash for our next fucking yeah. adventure. Yeah. And we end up getting nearly 400 bucks. Jesus Christ. Which is one dude donated $69, which is sick. $69. Yeah, we got to, what was that dude's name? Anyway, we'll find we'll out. F- we've put it all up on the Facebook. But, the, man, we're blown away. I was expecting to get a couple of hundred bucks, maybe 200 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, but yeah. 400 is fucking awesome. Um I've been speaking to the drone guy at work. Yes. And he's given me the the full down low on what to get. But then he said there's all these rules about flying a drone. It's illegal in certain spots. Uh, he said, check out this website. I'm absolutely not going to do that. I'm just going to yeah. pretend I don't know. <laughs> yeah, my brother just got one for his birthday. Yeah. Uh, if you guys know anything about drones, send in your tips. Yes, What tips. you should get. Because the one I'm looking at is called the, the DJI, which yep. is they make all heaps of gimbals and shit and gyros for the film yep. industry. So they, they're ahead of the game on gyros like, straight away. But the drone's called the, the Mavic Air 2. Mavic Air 2. Mavic Air or Maverick Air oh. 2 or some shit. I don't know. I can't read. Um, and that's got like four sensors on it so you can fly it around and it won't hit shit. And yep. then I was saying to my mate, look, we don't really want a drone. We just want aerial footage yeah. and he's like yeah get that drone then because yeah. any idiot can fly it and, I was and like, apparently hey. that one's got tracking yeah yeah so you don't need a usually you need a like a transponder or some shit i got yeah. transponder from con air <laughs> <laughs> you know where he takes the con the, the uh, transponder well, off uh, the plane well you know what i was thinking yeah <laughs> yeah but but apparently with this one it just follows you it can follow your face yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so that's gonna be good because i mean 
Looking at the footage that we got of of the border bunch, which we're which this weekend Nick's going to be coming over and we're going to be going through because I've got it all up on the timeline. I've organised it. There's like thirty hours of footage there. So and I was like, man, I wish we had a drone to get like we're in Ebor. Have have the drone fly over mm. of Ebor, you know, mm. so it kind of makes it better. So I was like, man, this is going to make our pro- next time we do the ride, which will hopefully be soon when this quarantine shits over or the lockdown shits over. Um, it's just got to add an extra element to our videos, even though we are Ooh. very average riders. But it may—it's got to be cool, you know. Oh man, once we um, once we master these mountain bikes, man, I'll be flat stick on the moto, just hammering shock it. absorbers. Wow, wouldn't they be great? Yeah, <laughs> not any, not having to pedal—that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, yeah, not having to pedal. Oh my uh, god! Anyway, brakes uh, that actually stop you. So excited, man. Uh, my dad, he's got both of our bikes. He's got them in my grandma's shed at Bribey Ooh, Island. So, nice. yeah, nice one. Um, yeah, so uh, he's got both our bikes there. And he said that um, he just put risers on his and he put these things on them. I don't know whether you guys know about them. He said they're called grip puppies, right? Okay. And they're like these grip pads that make the grip sticker on your motorbike. Oh. And he says it's amazing. So I was, I might get some for mine. Well, and I've tell got to put it on. I've got little hands, so I like thin handlebars. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Looking like I got, I, I actually get uh, sore hands. What's from, it like pulling your little chode then? Your little yeah, wide chode. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always struggling to get my hands around things. My chode, the motorbike. Man, that's why I struggle with uh, levers too far out. Just got little hands, little fingers. I can't actually, even... that that that's a good point as well because my dad's like, yeah. It's bigger, like it makes the handlebars bigger, but my dad has monstrous hands. Yeah, your dad's like Bigfoot. <laughs> like, I don't know if they're, they're beneficial to you, but he messaged me the other day, um, as he always does, me- fucking stirring me up, saying he's he needs to replace the back tyre because he's yeah. been fucking thrashing my bike around or whatever. Yeah. Um, but he's measured the handlebars for me. And I, I, don't, I don't want to be cheeky, but I, I'm going to have to ask him whether he'll install some bark busters for me. Now he's, I asked him today, he more was, than happy. A retired man asking if you can put something on his motorcycle. I know, but it you don't want to. Like, <laughs> you don't want to pull the piss, you know. <laughs> so I was kind of waiting it through you, and then I'll message him. I'll send the bark busters, but well, he's got to have a skin thing where he's not allowed in the sun oh. or something like that. It, it'll it basically burns all the bad. He's got to put on this cream that burns all the bad skin off him. What is what is he got an illness or something? It's like in uh, you is know, this just a fetish. You know or the Logan movie, how there's the guy who can't go in the sun. That'll yeah. be my dad for like. So he's got to put an ointment on his skin, and then if he goes in the sun, it burns him. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, it burns. Yeah, I don't know. You didn't. It just takes all the top top couple of layers off your skin off. I think it's yeah. just years of country weather. Does his uh, rough skin? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, and being in the sun, he's a walking melanoma. Yeah, like <laughs> he's all he's ninety percent melanoma. Uh, yeah, so um, yeah, but so he'll be inside. He'll be like the darkness of the garage will be his friend. So he'll be he'll be more than happy to do that. Your yeah. mum will be like, oh, finally he's going to stay at home. And he'll be like, no, 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 I'll be in the garage. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, brother. So um, man, we've we've it, we're riding around. It's good. It's fun. And uh, you'll be here for the next three days. So it looks like we'll be hitting the trails. <laughs> And you're not drinking, so that's wild. Also, big news. We've never talked about this subject on the podcast before, but I'm very excited, Brett. For those who don't know... I've got a little dick. (laughs) I have a small dick. (laughs) 
and it's fine <laughs> if you if you're a listener and you got a small dick. Welcome. It's the motion in the ocean. Yes, yes. Uh, no, I don't know. It's borderline small, but um, man, the manly seagulls are through. To the uh, what is it? The semi-final. The semi-finals. The I don't semi-final. know if we should. We should. I mean, it's gonna. We've got some Queensland listeners. I don't know if this is gonna razz them this up. Friday, the Manly Seagulls. If you if if your team is not the Melbourne Storm and it's not the Seagulls, now it's time to jump on the bandwagon. <laughs> oh, now it is time to jump on the bandwagon. See the Kings. Um, you guys want? You know, it's Friday, eight o'clock. We're gonna be doing stick it. fans. Send us send us a photo of you checking out supporting the Seagulls. Make sure they win. Okay, they are the got to get behind them. Flat stick NRL team. Man, Tom, Tom Travojevic, Parker. Uh, we've got uh, Saab on the wing. We've got Garrick on the wing. We got uh, buddy. Who who else we got? We got uh, Jake Travojevic. All the boys. Every single one of them. Support them. Tag him in the thing. Go Seagulls. We gotta make sure they win. Man, you you know you know I love a bandwagon, and I was like Seagulls. It's an Eagles, like the West Coast Eagles. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. You go from unofficially. I'm now a manly supporter. Yeah. And I was like, man, if they're in the semifinals, I ordered a jersey today. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Express Post, motherfucker. I need yeah, it by yeah, Friday yeah, yeah. just in case they lose. I, I had a really good old classic one, and Sports Better still got it in their fucking clothing. Thing. So I'm oh, like, no. I had to ring up the sports bet guy, and I was like, "Brother, get that thing out of the closet! Like, where is it? I gotta get it! I gotta get my manly Guernsey, baby." Does he know where it is? <laughs> I think so. I think he's. I think he's gonna find it for me. But I'm. I'm never been more excited. Wrap your laughing gear. Tag us in the stories. Make sure you're watching the. If the, you don't even like the team, just send us who you like instead. Fuck, we don't give a fuck. I guarantee a good game, even if you haven't watched NRL before. I guarantee seeing these maroon. Fucking kings. I will say this, and I will say this about NRL as not a person who's grown up with it, even though I did have to follow the Western Reds for a period of time, but you don't get it when you're like four. NRL is cool in the sense that off the field, they are the worst cunts in the world, and on the field, they just fucking hit each other (laughs) so hard. And it's all like in the AFL, they'll talk about the technicalities and, and, you know, this guy's doing this and the percentages are lower and they need more disposals. NRL, they're just like, fucking squall, he's not fired up. That's what's fucked. It's just one guy who's not fired up. That's his fault. Yeah, that's his fault, you know. That's the whole reason. Why didn't the game go ahead? Squall, he didn't fucking fire up. Oh, man. It's like the wildest shit ever. And and it's 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 such a dumb game, and I love it. It's a real. It's still just pigs, just absolute pigs on the field, just running at each other, and it can't get any better. They no. tried it. They tried to make it technical. They're like, oh, you you could have seen it from here. They're drawing the texture over the screen. Nah, but really, they're just, just hit like, the gym. Oh, and and run the ball. Yeah, 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 running the ball. <laughs> That's why even the coach interviews are wild. You're like, yeah. what? Rugby union ones or AFL ones are always funny because they're like, um, they're always like, uh, yeah, no, we were able to uh, bring it up in the first half and change our game this way and do it this way. But then NRL's always like, yeah, the boys went good today. We're all there for the boys. And uh, yeah, no, we were the better team. <laughs> it's always something well, like that. But there's always the great stories. Like I'm in the NRL group chat with all the comedians and, and, uh, a friend of the show, Tim Hewitt, posted yeah. in that one of them bought in a python. 
So in like the seventies, one of these guys brought in a python, so it would fire up the guys in the change room, so they could see how the python would strangle another person. Man, they do all kinds of cre- the the slapping to psych yourself up, like this dude in the old days. What's this documentary? It's called The Fibros versus Silvertails. It was yeah. like this crazy legendary game featuring the Mandy Se- Seagulls. But the Silvertails, I mean, see the the Fibros. They were f- they were called the Fibros because they're all tradies and shit from Bankstown. <laughs> so the dude was like, "The only way we're going to win is if we play the dirtiest we can." <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> "The coach was like, you got to slap each other up in the change rooms before you go on, just like slapping each other as hard as." <laughs> so when they got on the field, they were psyched up like. <laughs> they are like NRL is just a league of damn big trashes. They do the dumbest shit. Like they're always breaking quarantine. Like fucking. Oh, they don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> they just don't get it. One guy is on report because he stole a speaker from the fucking grounds. No, he got he got he got suspended from the league because he stole a speaker from the grounds and put it up on eBay. <laughs> Man, it's the fucking best sport <laughs> of the world. Like, you can't get any dumber. It's so dumb. It's the dumbest sport. Uh, However, Nick, watch them on Friday or I'll kill you. Kill, yeah, yeah, there you go. Nick's yeah. making death sport threats. Kings. Have you got a Ripper of the Week for yes, us this week, brother? I do have a Ripper of the Week. Hit us up. Mate, now, I used to follow Australian motocross when I was a young gun, right? A young gun. And this is kind of a sad story, but it's it's – I mean, it ends sadly, but so many memories. I don't know if anyone watched motocross when they were young, but there was a king, man. There was a king, kind of a bit of an older guy than the other guys, I think. Um, His name was Peter Melton, right? He won the uh, Australian Supercross Championship in 92, 94, 96. Then he won the Supercross Masters in 95 and 96 on a 250. And then in 1999, he was like, ah, you know what, I better get back into it, right? I think he kind of retired, he'd done a bit of stuff, he was just chilling, he was a bit idle, right? And then went on a fire-breathing fucking, probably one of the last guys to race in this class, a KX500. <laughs> I, I remember the name because I was like, it was de- it was definitely Kawasaki, but yeah, a two-banger 500. A two-banger 500 and he fucking won that. In 1999 and 2000. <laughs> imagine racing a fucking two banger 500. <laughs> imagine being able to stay on it. Yeah, yeah. Imagine. <laughs> Maybe that's the race. It's just like whoever lasts the longest. Like that guy got four. It's like a bucking bull. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he got 10 seconds. Oh, that guy got seven. Um, yeah, but that, like, I'm surprised he had any arms left. You know, the fucking poor dude. And, like uh, stretch Armstrong by the end of it, just, just like, fucking pull. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why is that guy's arms down to his knees? You're like, rides 500, it's, oh, yeah, sick, all right. Um, but there, man, he did a miracle. There was this race, right, that they used to do before. So they had two strokes, then then they had performance four strokes, the, the you know, the YZ 426s, the ones they all use now in the races. But before that, they had the bikes like, you know, DR650s and and XR600s or whatever, four-strokes. So slower, a lot slower than a two-stroke. Um, but uh, they so they used to have this race called the uh, the Thumper Nats. Now, I don't know if anyone remembers this. It was fucking hilarious, right? So they would just strip off these bikes and just race four-strokes, like XR600s, whatever you, whatever you could get your hands on. Anyway, he didn't win, but Peter Melton 
I think he came in second one year on a Kawasaki KLR650. <laughs> <laughs> like, for anyone who hasn't seen a Kawasaki KLR650, they are the biggest fucking pig of a machine. <laughs> They're more of a ever- pig than a DR. Yeah, yeah. Such a pig. He fucking, he got a place on one of those. Like, insane. What He's just an insane king. Anyway, um... Well, that's a newer model. They still, <laughs> yeah. they still do it, and they still are massive. I want to know how much it fucking weighs. Oh, geez, it doesn't say. If you got up. any stories on Peter Melton, or if you know of him, or anything like that, let us know. He was a legend, but sadly, he uh, he passed away. He had he had a uh, a heart attack on a, a motocross track years later. Well, and, was uh, he back racing five hundred? <laughs> yeah, probably. He was probably racing a fucking nine hundred or something <laughs> like that. But uh, yeah, what a machine, man. He he was just so great to watch. Because he wasn't like he would win heaps of shit, but he was just like I don't know. He was just like a, a fucking trooper, you know, one of those guys that just keeps going on. Yeah, me and my mate Nassim were both Kawasaki guys, oh, yeah. and he had uh, he had a, a poster of Peter Melton on his wall. Oh. I always remember that one. Oh, the king. Yeah, the absolute. Because I was king. like, oh, fuck, that name's familiar. And I'm like, oh yeah, here we go. Fuck yeah, that's sick, bro. Yeah, and that's they, he probably made no, no money, like. These guys just made no money, you know. They were they were just fucking racing hardcore, working jobs on the during the week or whatever, just for shits and yeah, just for yeah, their own just, benefit. Yeah, yeah, and just just fucking amazing guys, you know. Love that, Nick. But that brings us to our favorite section of ooh the podcast. Your mates. Yeah, no, nah, still haven't changed that audio. Anyway, um, all right, I'm going to kick off. Now, interestingly enough, on the squirt off this week, I'm loving it because the um, oh, this the is- carry is beating the fucking cruiser, which I didn't think would happen, but I knew I had to. I had an opportunity to be in this carry and really rally up the troops and put heaps of video on the socials because some of our fans, like if I'm looking through there, they're not big motor guys, so they're yeah. like. So it, what happened at work was, um, and I got permission to film this time, so I'm not going to get yelled at. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there won't have to be another missing episode. Yeah. Um, basically, there was this massive hill, and we rock up in the morning, and they got they've hired all these fucking buggies, yeah. these Kawasaki buggies, to get people up and down and transport yeah. gear and shit like that. But now we've got the Suzuki Carry there, and in the morning, like we rock up. And we said to the locations guys, oh, we're going to take this up here. He's like, no, you're fucking not. Absolutely not. You're not going to fucking do that. And mate ended up just doing it anyway because it's his vehicle. So he had to go up and drop something off and come back down. And I was waiting and itching for my time more than anything in the world to get up there. <laughs> right. And then um, the dudes who were running 1-800 buggies or whatever the fuck it was, one of them goes, because they, they didn't see the first run up there. Yeah. They turn and go, you're not going to get up there in that thing. And I was like, watch this cunt. <laughs> and I had so much to prove. And I was just hammering it in second and then I had to get on into first just to push it up this last bit of the hill. And it was screaming. And, you know, like when it goes, you know when you lose traction and you start going sideways yeah. a little bit? Yeah. It was doing that all oh the way my up. God. It was a fucking cliffhanger. Got down and he goes, you won't want to be doing that every day. I fucking ran it another 12 times that day. <laughs> yes. I was just unnecessary. I was bringing coffees to the boys. I'm like, does anyone want a coffee? They're like, yeah, yeah, come on. I'm just fanging up and down. It was so good. And I knew hopefully those videos would get us across the line. But I still think some the cruiser will have to come from behind. There's no way 
I know I submitted the carry. There's no way the carry's better than a cruiser. Though. I'm crying foul here. There's a lot of pranksters in our in our midst. Uh, yeah. A lot of pranksters, and and look, this is un this is not call for, right? <laughs> you fucking think a cruiser is better than the carry, right? But the- however. I don't know. It's there's something appealing about the carry. Yeah, the carry's pretty good, and also, I mean, maybe the fans are gone. Well, Nick here has clearly <laughs> given out one of the five things that's a Hall of Famer already, yes, and yes. used it. Some would say lazily. Um, others wouldn't. But I, I, I the reason I chose the cruiser because I had so many memories attached to it. And okay. Brett, there's this cruiser that's always sitting on the corner of Church Street, and just near the park there. Oh yeah. This G model, like a brown station wagon, oh. near the tyre shop. I think it's near where you get your car repaired. Okay. It's fucking amazing. All right, we'll take it a photo of it. blows my mind. Whack it anyway, up. I love, love it. them. Love them. Uh, love, love the carry as well. But Nick. Yeah. This week in the Squirt Off. Okay. <sighs> featured in multiple video games, Grand Touring and Grand Theft Auto. Um, it has a very rare version of itself called the Mumba. That might give you a little little clue away from you. Uh, it was developed in 1998 at Chrysler's Design Studios under Bob Lutz. Who fucking cares? Yeah. It was actually designed originally as a concept car yeah. in uh, 1989. So it was a concept car in 88, I think, what happened was. And they took it to, you know, with the concept car on The Simpsons, they show it's like an exhibition oh, yeah. of all these crazy cars that are yeah. never going to exist. Yeah. But this car was that popular Within two years from everyone seeing it, they're like, we've got to make it as a manufacturing car because cunts are frothing on it. Yeah. Whoa. Right. So originally, yeah, it, that's what I love about this car. Um, so they put it into development two years later, I think, or the, a year later. It started off with a V8. They scrapped that and put a 10 in it. Fair enough. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Uh, in 1990, it's got many versions of it. There's like up to generation four of this thing. Um, in 1990, we'll start with that fact. 400 horsepower, zero to 109.2 seconds, quarter mile in 12.6 seconds. Keep in mind, 1990. Top speed of 266 oh, kilometers. I think I know this car. AM FM radio with a clock. Suicide uh, doors? No, 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 no. Well, speaking of... Doors in the the windows didn't have windows. It was vinyl and had a zipper like the Jeep. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the 1989 Dodge Viper. Oh, the Dodge Viper. Yeah, I thought it might have been that. <laughs> the Viper's sick. It was a sick car, man. Yeah, I love the Viper. Um if you, I, I'll probably this week I'll go through and get like vipers from every every era just to show you the the transition of them. But I think they would um, they were designed to go head to head with a Corvette because yeah, the Corvette right. was the, Corvette's considered the most popular car in America in that time for that yeah, sports yeah. model. Yeah. So this was to run against them. Man, I have never seen a Viper IRL. I've seen one in really? Perth, of course. Oh, in Perth. Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't seen four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mum had one, dad had one. We all had vipers. <laughs> oh, man, they were absolute dream. I remember playing like, uh, what is it, Need for Speed. Yeah. You'd always get the Dodge Viper. you got to get the Viper. Terrible handling. Yeah. But you could just pin it. Yeah. I remember um, they, they said the the – at, that was a good representation of the car because yeah. it was one of the worst handling things because it was just fucking, it was just all balls. It was like, Bruh! and it would just go. Man, apparently when they 
they made the Matrix out here. They had to build a kilometre of road or something like that to film that, that chase scene on. Yeah, they, they built, rebuilt a whole highway. Yeah, and apparently Lawrence Fishburne bought a, a, a Dodge Viper and just planted it all the way. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, just plant it and go, baby. <laughs> I know that I didn't know they made it here, but I, yeah, I think it might have been here. But they they filmed most of the Matrix here. But they did the whole highway that was you know corner for corner, so they could do that whole crazy scene out in the middle of a private lot. Man, it still holds up. Besides some of the shitty CGI, yeah, the the, the, the crashes the, are sick. Yeah, it still holds up that that uh, that chase. I, I would, thought it would be too fucked. Yeah, yeah, I would love to see how they fucking logistically pulled that off. The oh, stunts take so long. Everyone thinks like, oh, it's stunt day at work. It's so fucking boring because it takes so long. Yeah, and you got to shoot it so many different times. So I would love to see a massive. Car- I've only seen a couple of car crashes, but to see that live. Was yeah, fucking- well, well, they ran out of money or something, and then like Keanu Reeves was like, "Oh, hold my check. It's fine. Like I'll just keep making it. You don't have to pay me." Till you made the money back, you know. Of course, they're gonna make it back. Yeah, because that scene sold it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was sick, and then you know had that fuck the dude that looked like Jake from last week's episode, my mate. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were popping out of fucking nowhere. Man, that was wild shit. I remember Quentin Tarantino or something saying that, like, that was a good chase, but he's got a better one, and he reckons like. he he made that death, you know, death proof, the one with Kurt Russell in it. Yes. Yeah, he's like, oh. That he tried to make that to compete with the the Matrix one, and now I'm like before I was like oh I love the Matrix one, but now I'm like I'm, I think I like the Tarantino one better. All right, we're we're gonna have to. I, I haven't. I don't know if I can remember the Death Proof one. We'll put it up. On I want to watch it again. We'll put it on actually. Facebook both yeah. of the the crash scenes. Yeah, and then we'll go to the gram and see which one's better. Ooh, baby. Nick, what have you what have you got for me? Um, Brett, I've got I've got a crazy thing. I don't know whether you saw one of these, but they were so often. This is like a this is the Subaru Brumby of um of quad quad runners. <laughs> you saw these everywhere, man. It is the Honda Big Red. <laughs> quad runner. <laughs> it's you got no facts, just Man, the Honda Big I, Red. I couldn't find any facts on this vehicle. I <laughs> I just remember every one of my mates had had like their family had one. Their yes. mom or their dad had a Honda Big Red, and there was always a story of one of them getting rolled on the top of them, or <laughs> or doing a jump. My mate tried to do a jump, and uh, yeah, he rolled it. Uh, another time, he split his foot open on a bloody uh, on a on a post while he was riding it. I, I was in Greece, and they they're like um, <laughs> I was in like not Mykonos or Santos, one of the fucking islands, for like a week. And then I said, "Man, I got to hire a car to explore." And the cars were so expensive. And the guy's like, "Why don't you grab one of these Honda quad bikes?" What? And I was like, "How much is it?" And it was like. 50 bucks for a whole week. Yeah. <laughs> and they sting. They go they go all right. They're not I think you might get to 60 maybe 70k's yeah, 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 in them. Yeah. Right? And we just flogged around this island fucking stonk it off my tits just going all over the place on this fucking it was the best fun I've ever had, and because it's quite a hilly and crazy train place, yeah. we were going off road. I had my, the missus on the back. We had helmets on. It was fucking dodgy as shit. Yeah. 
Surprised we didn't crash, but it was a great. It was probably my favorite, like hire of a fucking holiday. Oh man, they were they were insane, and they just had the because uh, these you must have got a decent model because they had the agricultural one. Yeah, the, and that, I think they only went up to thirty k's or something. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, thirty or forty k. Just the biggest, slowest things ever. But would never stop. You would just buy one. Maybe I'm dreaming, no, and maybe it wasn't going as fast as I thought. You might have had man because they do. No, no, no. They do have like a TRX model. Yeah, I remember they. I remember they had a racing one that was wild as well. Honda bought out a racing one, but it was a four stroke. It wasn't like a the previous Banshee that I mentioned <laughs> <laughs> in an earlier episode. The Banshee. Resp- we got no good stories from Banshees because all Banshee riders are probably dead. <laughs> They're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> now we've got a few people sending in like really done up banshees, like where they they'd put the uh, like road tires on them, like slicks, just, <laughs> just flying along. But yeah, yeah, the the Honda Big Red, they're right. on every farm, man. All every right. farm, it's in there. Give us I, your Honda Big Red stories. Look, I, I mean, I've got I'm, uh, the carry might pull it off. Imagine maybe Big Red will knock out the Viper. Who knows? For, Crazy things have happened. I reckon it will because everyone will be able to. Uh, Everyone's got a story about to, it. To, yeah, big red quad. Send us your big red stories in. <laughs> They're fucking awesome. Send us your. Big I've never seen anyone like cool, like trendy on a big red. I've only seen like a fucking dad with an Akura hat and a dog <laughs> on the back. Like I've never seen it. Always on four corners, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, in yeah. a shot. You know, like as a good guy running around some sheep and stuff. You know, yeah. It's yeah, on every yeah, single yeah. four corners episode <laughs> when they show a farmer. It's a big red Akura cattle dog. Oh yeah. Now, um, man, like I mean, we've talked about this. Favorite quote. One of my favorite quotes from the trip. That we did to Ebor, you and me are at Ebor Pub. We're talking about quad runners. I'm like, do they even make quad runners anymore? And then this girl, young girl behind the bar, goes, "Yeah, but you need a roll cage." <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Imagine that in the city, just being at a pub, and then the barmaid just fucking interrupts your story. She automatically yeah, knew a, more about she, motorbikes than us. <laughs> Fuck, that's so good. Oh, it's so good, um, guys. But, like, legends, we'll leave you there. Um, if you want to give us a – chuck us some coinage on the donations, uh, we're trying to get to a fucking drone, even though we're both on government subsidies. So, yes. man, anything you can do can help, and hopefully we can get enough pennies together by Christmas. Uh, we're working on the Border Bunch ride this weekend, uh, the edit. Uh, obviously, we can't film the other component part till all this shit's over, so hopefully – in a month, we'll be out. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what I'm making guesses. But I don't know. But if we have everything ready and everything written to go, bang, we should be able to hit it. Uh, and we want to get it to you as soon as possible. So, like, fuck, ho- hopefully November, like, we're out of this shit. Yeah. And we can film it and all that stuff. That'll be sick. And then it can be, like, a cool Christmas present or some shit like that. We'll whack it up online for, like, Fucking ten bucks or something like something that. Something like that, yeah. And we, we want we want to do an opening night. Hopefully, yeah. we can do an opening night. So, you know, if you're vaxxed and you're bloody, you know, you yeah, you, you can come, you know, come to the opening night. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll do a big, you know, bit of a bit of a demo or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> do a do a Q and A. Um, yeah, even though you probably will know everything after the documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't you ask know. me my dick size. <laughs> Not again, guys. Oh, Not God. again. Yeah. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, until next time, keep it flat, stick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.